Welcome to the BMM part with Marquez Kwame. Today I interview Mel Dean, who is the personal trainer of none other than Rio Ferdinand, who is a football legend, of course, and also TV personalities such as Kirsty Gallagher, Gabby Logan, and many more. But that's actually not the reason why I wanted to interview Mel in the first place. The reason being, though, is that he is an absolute, one of the funniest persons out there, one of the funniest personal trainer certainly on Instagram which is where I found him and I really enjoy watching Mel's stuff on Instagram because he really encourages positivity and shows the humor side of things when it comes to fitness which not a lot of people show so um, I spoke to Mel about that I spoke to Mel about his his former days as a professional rugby player which he has played professional rugby um, in many different clubs and uh, I spoke to him about how he was able to apply this mindset to the fitness side of things because he has a huge passion for rugby and he was able to turn that into a huge passion for fitness too so we speak on that among a lot of other things so without any further ado I give you Mel Dean Alright cool so Mel, could you just shortly uh, tell the people that don't know who are you and uh, what do you do? What do I do? Um, who am I? I former rugby player, grew up in Ireland. Um, I was a professional for 13 years. Always loved the fitness side of things. So that was kind of my game, a physical game. And now I, when I retired in '09, I went straight into training, SNC, personal training coaching young lads from coaching youngsters from teenage to to adults um yeah and i've been i've trained a few people that are are well known and that's needless to say why i'm why i'm talking to you yeah mel so listen i actually prepared or prepared sorry for this interview just now by uh by dancing around in my tiny study apartment to uh, it's not unusual <laughs> by tom jones <laughs> and uh, you know the reason why I'm sharing that rather intimate detail is that I feel like that song should be the soundtrack to every one of your Instagram videos because seriously man you're you're one of the funniest personal trainers I've ever seen. Um thank you very much but I, I, a couple of people have said that you know they really like the posts or whatever but it's just what ent- what entertains me I just put up there and if if the clients don't laugh at it I'm still enjoying myself, so... Um, That's awesome. <laughs> yes, I know, but, but you see, if when I, initially when I started training people for a living, I had to train everybody that say, can I train? And I, you know, I wanted to train people, I wanted to earn money, so I trained a lot of people that I wouldn't train now because they, I have to train people with a positive attitude, you know, mm. the, all, the, all the people that I end up training that are very successful in their own field have bring a certain, they bring a certain, um, I don't want to be cheesy and say X factor, but I'll say it because I am cheesy. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have a something, they have a little spark to them, they have their own energy. So at the end of the day, when I'm training people that have, have a lot of energy and are very driven, 
I'm not destroyed. I'm tired because I can get to train sometimes 12 people in a day, but then sometimes not so many. But uh, oh, yeah. but if you're, if you're training that many and there any of them are any negative, I have to kind of fuel them with, come on, you're okay, let's go, you go well, we're doing fine, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I don't have to say that. If they are driven, they say, what's next? And I go, you give me 10 of those, 12 of those, as hard as you can, and I'll be see you back here in a minute. Something like you know, something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. There's, there's, they're pushed on, um, and you know. I, but, but the one thing with for trainers, I would that I would have to say is, it's so overrated. Just the simple words that saying to a client, if you know them well enough, because I have a lot of my clients now. I've had a couple of years. Mm. Um, the simple words of how are you, to, to whatever the response back. If you know them well enough, you know whether you can you can push them on today, you can run the shite out of them, excuse my French, um, yeah. or you can or you can you can pull back and just do some strength and let them go away feeling good. So, you know, you you're not there, you're not making champions every day. You're making them feel better, you're making them stronger. It'll carry over even if they haven't done that much or pushed up push the percentages up or any of that stuff. They go away feeling better. And then the next session, when it's time to drill them I'll drill them. You know what I mean. So um, I think that's very, very underrated. Just simply saying um, those three words: "How are you?" and whether you can push them on, whether you can um, work them hard, or let just let them go away from your session feeling great about themselves. Whether they have hit like their PBs or whether they haven't, they've lifted some timber, they've had a laugh, and they've had it off. You know. So. Um, I aim to uh, I aim to have a giggle because I don't want it to be boring for me. You know what I mean? I want to have a laugh as much as anybody. So, uh, yeah, that's what that Melness Wellness. Someone said I should put that on a couple of tags, and I put it on a couple of tags. So, can you, you say see, that again? Me- can you repeat that again? <laughs> My, well, Melness Wellness hashtag that. I love that. Um, yeah, some people said that. Um, yeah, I should be saying that more, but yeah, we'll see. And we'll see. So, so Mel, do you feel like that, you know, keeping the atmosphere loose in the gym every once in a while for anyone, not, not just for, you know, personal training, but anyone just working out, keeping the atmosphere loose um, every once in a while is just as important for motivation as being super focused and, you yes. know, in the zone? Oh, absolutely. Well, I, honestly, I, I want to laugh a lot of my sessions, but when they know it's time to lift heavy, I'll say, now you have to be aggressive now. Let's say you're doing some dynamic movement. This is only going to be good if you move it quickly or if you're very dynamic and you have to be aggressive for that. And they kind of smile at you initially, but then they don't want to lift badly. So they kind of switch their heads on and then they lift dynamically, you know. So and then when that's done and they're doing some abs or whatever, we have a bit of a chat in between. And then because you have a bit of a rest when it's dynamic. But then when it's strength, there's a little small bit of rest. But then when it's engine, I don't talk to them at all. It's work hard, keep going, lift it, put it down, run there, jump up, get down. You know, all, all of that. I just, I push them on when it's time to push them on. And and I have a laugh when you can have a laugh, you know. So it's important to find that balance, right? Oh, uh, 100%. I have, um, I have one client that I have that I've had since very, since I started, really, who... Unfortunately, um, in our first session, he didn't get sick, but it was the other end, if you understand. Okay, yeah. Right, it was the other end. 
and he came back to me after he was doing kettlebell swings and his, his breathing was off and I kept saying no no your breathing's off you're, <laughs> you're, you're stressing yourself out that doesn't sound right at all listen you're not breathing correctly you're not exhaling when you should exhale and then he went on a bit of a run and came back and then he said uh, and he said blatantly what he had done and and he pointed at the um, at the kettlebell and said I'm not doing any more of them <laughs> I, said, I said okay and he went into the toilet he rinsed himself off, rinsed the shorts out. He came out dripping wet. What else am I doing? No he has way. been my longest standing client. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's, and he's a good man. And um, I see him twice a week, every week, you know. So, um, you know, so I don't just train people that are high profile that are, yeah. are have, are super, but he is very well, he is very driven. Yep. All right, Mel. So, um, so I want to ask you a bit more about your professional rugby days. Um, and you played professional rugby at an elite level for how long? Uh, for 13 years, I was a professional. Wow. So, so naturally, you know, playing sports at an elite level requires an elite mindset. So I want to ask you, what were some of the things you told yourself when, you know, you were absolutely beat up, had no energy left and just couldn't go no more, but you knew that you had to to win the game? Um, well, I, I was quite good for positive self-talk, you know, this is what I do every day, this is my job, you know, it's my career, and so I would put myself, my body on the line. If you, if you spoke to people who had played against me, I wasn't a nice person to play against, to be honest, I wasn't, I was aggressive, I was, uh, I'd front up, um, and I wouldn't be the biggest, you know, as rugby players go, I, I would be only 15 and a half stone, you know, about 94k. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be an enormous player at all by any stretch of the imagination. But everything I I had, I hit you with. Um, so, it, but you saying about the mental side of things, it is all the top two inches. You can do whatever you want to do as long as you set your mind to it. You know, I played rugby as a youngster with lads that were far more talented than me, quicker and stronger. Well, I was pretty strong all the time, but um, but I accentuated what I was good at and made anything I was bad at, I practiced a lot. Um, so, you know, elite people can do everything really well and a couple of things very well. You know, so just the errors would be pretty low, but... It's all the top two inches. It depends how much sacrifice you want to give to whatever you want to be and you know how much sacrifice you're willing to pay to make the gains, to have the mindset. But then there is a lot of luck involved as well for for people. If if you switch off, let's say you get injuries, injuries and you, your mindset, you switch off and you say, shite, I can't, I, I can't train, bang, I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink, I'm going to prolong the recovery. Prolong the recovery, six months out, a new young lad's in there, he's playing well, I have to play well to keep him out. I go back early without without the rehab done correctly, I don't play particularly well, confidence goes down, and then it's just like a trick, 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 spiral, bang, 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 down the slope, you understand? So yeah. you have to get yourself right, and you have to get yourself in the right headspace, that whoever is coming down, I used to have in my head, whoever I was facing, whoever's coming down my channel, I am dominating this collision. Whoever they are, I don't give a shy what size they were. Even when I was young and much lighter, um, before the low mood, there was a, um, a New Zealand winger called Vaiga Twigamala, who was Inga the winger. If you're if you're familiar with rugby from a good few years ago, you'd remember 
he was like a runaway bull. Honestly, he was a um, a New Zealand, uh, was an All Black, and he was an absolute powerhouse. Okay. And I remember, I remember seeing him, and you'd know he was coming at you, or he's passing, and when he's coming at you, I'd hit him with everything I'd have, and I'd see stars, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Wow, he is an." He'd be like hitting the lamppost. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how. But I had that mindset. He's not getting past me. He's not getting past me. That saw and that that saw me manage to like seal uh, contracts for the clubs that I played for and and love you know I love playing for from wherever I was whether it was in Sale or Quinns or over in Ireland or back in Richmond when I first became professional was a special time but um yeah it's all the top two inches. So Mel, you're <laughs> saying basically you know that you've got to have passion and you've got to hit whatever obstacle that that's coming at you with what like with everything you got can that be applied yes. and how can that be applied to to fitness or whatever challenge you're facing in life what to whatever challenge you're facing well it, it is it's, it's how much it's how much you want it really and putting yourself in a position to be able to i i say it to a lot of youngsters when you say i say i play i coach lads up at harrow school where for England Marrow, Toji came from Harrow School, Billy Van Apolo came from Harrow School. Those lads, you know, supremely talented, but but um Billy was a little bit more natural, I think, than Marrow Toji. But Marrow Toji was up for young player of the year, world player of the year at at a such a young age now, but because his work rate is phenomenal. Be the best at what it takes no skill to do. Be the best at that. Can you get up and get to the next rock? Can you get up and make that tackle? Can you get up? You can do that if you push yourself on. The body has a reserve of, you know, if if, you, if I had you in a session and I ran the absolute shite out of you and you said, I've no more, Mel, I can't do any more. The body has a reserve. Whatever You only really, really see the arse end of your reserve at like the end. You know when you see those people uh, end of a triathlon where they're, they're gone, that they're literally blinking and their legs are crossing over one another and they're nearly heading for, they're heading for the barriers, you know, and they, they are really in the back end of their reserve. But if I trained you, let's say, and you said, man, I can't do any more. I can't do any more. I said, lift that, do a chin up here, do a burpee here, get there, get back, do more. Go, and you'd be like, I can't do any more. If a lion came around the corner, you run because the fear factor Even though you say, oh, I'm not able, there is a reserve in there because that's how humans survive. So it's about you being able to tap into that. And it not been a problem to be able to tap into that. As all the CrossFitters say, get comfortable at being uncomfortable. So you just have to be in a horrible place and know you're all right. It's it's okay to be there and suck suck it in. I'm sucking diesel, I would say to a lot of clients. When they're when their energy is low and you know and they're like hanging in there. But they're all right. You just have to get good at being in an uncomfortable position. No, that's an absolutely yeah. That's a that's a great point, and I love the fact that you know the the thing is that we when we are comfortable, we forget that we have the ability to perform when when we are at our most uncomfortable, right? So so as yeah. you say, it 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 really depends on our abilities to to um to improve, you know. How good are we to get into that, to tap into that mindset of, I know that I have, you know, some extra fuel in the tank, no matter how how far how far out I am. 
Yes, one one hundred percent. You you see it a few times when people are absolutely tapped out and they're they're so mentally strong, but their body isn't on that particular day. It's not able to. Maybe they have some sort of the training hasn't been great or they're ill or something. But their mind has pushed them to the very end. There's very few people that do that. There's very few people, and yes. you see a lot of lads on them. Um, you see a lot on the ergos rowing when they push themselves and push themselves and they start to pass out. You know when they put when the lads push themselves like that. That's they're up in their top end. That's when they're starting to. That's when their body has to make changes because you have to tell your body to make changes or die. Basically, that's what you're saying when you're lifting weights. You know you don't see too many lumberjacks with an axe years ago chopping down trees. You'd only get earned money if you chop down trees. So the big lads who are chopping a lot and chopping down trees were earning some money for feeding themselves. So they became big, strong bastards. <laughs> Simple yeah. as that. You understand me? So um, yeah, it's 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 not it's not like rocket science. It's just work hard and intensity. Intensity is key as well. Definitely, Mel and. And, you know, I have to ask you about this, too, because I know that you train uh, Rio Ferdinand and um, he definitely looks like he has pushed himself beyond, you know, limits because he is like he is an in incredible shape now. And um, I yes. want to ask you, you know, from working with Rio, uh, have you learned anything? Have you personally learned anything? And, and um, if yes, then what have you learned from working with Rio Ferdinand? Um, it's, you know, everyone would think footballers and rugby players were very different, but I've got to say that we're very similar as in as in for playing at a top level you'll you know have the same mindset I would be we would be very much of the same mindset I am going to dominate you whoever you are against me today you know you might be good but today is my day I'm going to win as much of the collisions as I can I know it's it's a it's um obviously it's played over and over again but it would be a speech that would rile any any um competitive um contact sportsman the six inches speech from Robert De Niro in any given Sunday you know it's the six inches in front of your face it's the fellow who's willing to die for those six inches that is that's going to win the race you understand so it's it's about putting yourself out there simple as that so so Mel basically anyone facing any challenge right now they've just got go, they just got to tell themselves I'm going to dominate you no matter what um well yeah whatever it may be game wise that that's what works for me that's that was my that was my mindset always that was I I didn't care even if even though I was out weighed out punched i know i want to let them know they played against me today and they'll hate playing against me forever more yeah like, i i want to be known as that well i'm, I'm definitely gonna you i'm definitely gonna use that the next time i step in the gym i, I could tell you that for sure yes <laughs> and even even when you're lifting with someone if you want to lift more than someone or push you know if you're doing some sort of a timed issue or something you you push it you push yourself on and then you you you'll see that you get respect especially when in rugby if you put your head on the line your body on the line people will go jesus like he did that for us and you make that's why you make friends for life because you know he was you'll t people would tell stories about oh yeah this fella he did this or this he put himself he smashed him he made a massive tackle here he ran this great tries but you don't hear many people saying oh do you remember he kept missing tackles you remember they wouldn't be they wouldn't be saying fun things of people that didn't do those. 
do the basics well. If you and so if you practice, you can do them all. It's all within your grasp, whatever it may be. Yeah, I love that mindset, Mel. All right, listen. Before I ask the final couple of questions here, Mel, um, I just want to uh, tell you that I'm, I'm beyond grateful that you wanted to take time out of your busy schedule to do this, and then no also, um, May, I'm so excited that you, you know, are spreading and really encouraging positivity and and fun and letting loose in the fitness community because you know not a, pe- a lot of people show that side. So I think it's so awesome that you do that. Yes, yeah, I do. I well, I like having fun. You know, it doesn't have to be so serious. I'm only lifting some weights up and putting some weights down. I'm not making any champions every day. You know yeah. what I mean? So, all right, Mel. So, so where can people connect with you and follow your journey? Um, well, I suppose they can follow me on 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 Instagram at meldean12. Um, if they want to, because that's where I post most of my stuff. Um, but um, at the moment, we're looking to do a thing with Rio. He wants to set up an app for fitness and diet. And so you can have your sessions. The sessions that Rio has done that anybody else can do okay, um, nice. to download. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's actually that's in the line at the moment. That's, that's, um, that's in production, if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah. But yes, because Rio has a good outreaching and he's... You know, if a lot of people know him and respect him and, and he looks well, you know, he's put on 10, 10 kgs since he was a professional, since he retired. Him. Yeah. 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 He, he's, yeah, he was too lean. He was, well, he wasn't too lean. He was too um, gangly looking when he first, yeah. when I first saw him. Yeah. He's a big beanpole, but now he's a bit, <laughs> he's a bit, a bit of meat on him now. So, yeah. uh, and he loves his training. So he's very easy to train. Very, very easy to train. So you got to have that passion, right? You got to have that yeah. drive. Yes, a hundred percent. So all the clients, even the the ladies that I have, that are like Gabby Logan and Kirsty Gallagher, and all those are, they're very driven women. So um, any of the dri- any of the clients that are driven get results. Simple as that. Yeah, Mel. So this kind of speaks to that too. I'm on a. This is the final question. So I'm gonna put up a scenario here that I kind of put up at every or at the end of every podcast uh, interview here. So it's 5 a.m. and your alarm clock has just rung and it's time to get up. But yeah. for some reason, you just don't feel like it today. So at that point, what do you tell yourself? What do I tell myself? Well, as it depends what I had done the days before. If I had, if I put sessions in the days before, because Eddie Marks, that famous cyclist, he get up on his bike, and he go for a bit of a cycle. And if he, if he felt this body said, look, I don't fancy it today, he'd turn the bike around and he'd cycle back in and he'd have a rest mm-hmm. because he'd have pushed himself beyond pushing himself beforehand. But if it's just something you can get through, you know, you feel so much. Never, ever, ever have you felt worse after a session. Have you? Your endorphins are bopping around. You're, you know, you're thinking to yourself, "That's a good session done. That's in the bank. That's that's money stored for me for my body." Um. So I would, I would, I just get up and suck it in, and, and I'll say, "I'll rest. I'll rest another day." If if I haven't trained the day before or the day before that, I definitely get up. But if I trained two days on the bounce and I wanted to sleep, bang, I'd have a sleep. You know, it's yeah. it's not a problem. But I, I have see- to get up and train people. Yeah, of course, but, but I really like that answer because, you know, uh, we focus a lot of, uh, on, you know, just doing it no matter what. But but I like your approach to it that you need to also listen to your body, which is extremely important in fitness, right? 
massive. Yes, it is. There's one. I, what's the name of the the um, the uh, African American lad in the USA who just says it's it's still your mother effing set. Yeah, exactly. Keeps that's C.T. Fletcher. Yeah. Yes, still your Mr. Fletcher. Set. That's you can, you, can, yes. you can swear on this one. That's all right. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. He, well, he always said that. And I, when you're in the gym, you yeah, you push it, you push it. But if if your body's saying, look, I'm not right today, fuel up for the next day and give it socks the next day. But yeah. you have to give it socks the next day. You can't let it go. Don't let it roll. You know what I mean? Because you can let a couple of days go by and then you think, oh, balls, I can't be arsed to do this at all. But you get back in there and you you never feel bad after a session. Do True. you really? True, Mel. All right, Mel, I think with that, um, let's okay. let's end it here. Mate, mate I want to thank you so much. This has been absolutely no great. Ex- so exciting. No problem at all. All right, Mel, have, you, a, buddy. have a great one, all right? All the best. Take all care. Right, Good talk luck. soon. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. All right, so that was Mel Dean. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please go subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, wherever you prefer to listen to the podcast. Go subscribe and rate. It really helps me out. So thank you again so much for listening. If you want to find more of my stuff, as I said, you can go to iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. You can go to mkwame.com. That's M-K-W-A-M-E.com. Com, and you can find all my stuff whether it's the blog whether it's the podcast whether it's my free workout programs that you can get at any point three different programs all free go grab them at mkwame.com so with all that being said again thank you so much for listening and you know what time it is it's time to get up get out and get to it and oh yeah as mel said dominate whatever you're facing and hit it with everything you got let's get it